This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. Parental discretion is advised. This show is brought to you by Slice on Broadway. Supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza, sliceonbroadway.com. IndieWrestling.us. Check out IWC, RWA, and more. And listeners like you, support this show at patreon.com slash wrestlingmayhemshow. Hey guys, it's the Wrestling Mayhem Show, episode 667 Tuesdays. We've been talking about professionalized wrestling. I'm at Sorgatron, Mike Sorg on the Twitter. No, reverse that. Switch it. Sorgatron on the Twitter. They are at Sorgatron Media Studios in Pittsburgh? Question mark? I don't know. I was looking at palm trees this morning, and I'm very jet-like, so this is going to be a great show. Anyways, we got the crew with us. We got we got the, uh, the man with the biggest diploma in the room, Mad Mike from Beacon, New York. Uh, I'm I'm Mad Mike, first of my name, Lord of the of the Lake of Beacon, and uh, Protector of the Duchess County. There you go, there you go. Yeah. Also with us from the Pittsburgh, uh, with the from the Pittsburgh area uh, of the Tiny Shutter Podcast, and with a uh, lot less um, a lot less depressing ending than Game of Thrones is Dave Potter. <laughs> hey Zork, yeah, uh, well uh, that, but you know at least. Um, there's not going to be a big tub of mayo running in at the last minute after I do all the work to take all the glory. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, we were really angry. We were really angry about Game of Thrones this, this gonna week. Great. I love this. Great I love this. Is this show going to be about like re- about wrestling or just wrestling type anger versus Game of Thrones? I don't know right now. The night is young. My client, Bram Stark. First of his name. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Oh, jeez. But anyways. Bram. Also, we have a very special guest with us tonight. We have a professor in the studio, not like Professor Tanaka or or, or anything like that. Uh, we have Professor Buzzkill of the Professor Buzzkill podcast with us in the studio. That's right. I'm here on the Buzzkill couch enjoying listening to you guys. I have no idea what you're talking about, but it's, <laughs> a, it's a hell of a lot of fun. There's some, if, it's, if it involves mayonnaise, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> and we were just uh, we don't want to get too much on the after dark we introduced you to an implement of plunder over there yes yes apparently the kendo stick or the yes not not marie kendo or whatever her name is but was, <laughs> the, the, the oh my god death. a marie kendo stick that's yeah. <laughs> yes. well we got into that in the after dark for oh, our, uh, exclusively yes. for our patreon supporters oh, there we go so you can check that out at the pocky club uh, professor, uh, <laughs> professor, I, I, you you were telling me uh, uh, our our namesake Mayhem. Yes, yes, yes. Mayhem has actually a very important role in history, legal history. I don't mean to you know everywhere to turn off right now, but it means a lot. It meant, I should say, it meant a lot more than what most people think. In fact, it means mutilation and bodily harm. Oh, that it just doesn't it, mean you know getting extra pepperoni on your pizza from Broadway Pizza. It means. It means actually doing severe bodily injury to people. And if you were accused way back when of conducting mayhem, then you were really then you really went to the pokey for a very long time. 
So the most words have their meaning sort of pumped up over the centuries, but mayhem has actually kind of calmed down, and people don't mean it the way they used to. Uh, unfortunately, I think we do mean it that way. Still. Well, uh, don't uh, don't forget who has the stick. <laughs> right? I'm talking if about bodily harm. Had someone on here who goes by the name Mutilator. Oh yeah, well he yeah. he swore mm-hmm. off wrestling for a couple months. So uh, yeah. By, yeah. By the way, Sorg, uh, Toru Tanaka was actually a professor. Yes, of martial arts. Oh, that, that that's what they that's what they called him. I I I thought that was accurate. I double checked on the Wikipedia to make sure. I bet it is. I bet that is correct. But anyways, this is the Wrestling Mayhem Show. You can check out everything at WrestlingMayhemShow.com where you can find links to subscribe to us in podcast and video form or look us up on your favorite platform and check out some of our other side shows that we have uh, over there and some uh, great articles about the great uh, Matt Carlins, including our Mayhem Mania history. And uh, you can also ask your Google Home to play the show or Amazon Echo to play Wrestling Mayhem Show on TuneIn or Google Podcasts or whatever you have attached to your voice device uh, like I have. <laughs> Your voice device. Your voice device. That sounds like another punishment. <laughs> you can also <laughs> drop us an email at Good Times at WrestlingMayhemShow.com or 412-206-WMS0. Tweet us at Mayhem Show and hit us up on the Wrestling Mayhem Show Facebook page and group. A lot of great discussions happen over on the Wrestling Mayhem Show group. Sometimes we learn what our wrestler name will be. <laughs> so um, I think, oh, what was mine? It wasn't, it wasn't that exciting. Anyways, we are here live every Tuesday on Facebook Live on the Wrestling Mayhem Show Facebook page. Also a couple other places, uh, but if you are checking us out on one of those other platforms like uh, Twitch or, or Twitter or anything like that, please get to <laughs> um, <laughs> Brian Crawford saying that he really just confused his Echo. I believe on your Echo, you do have to say, listen to Wrestling Mayhem Show on TuneIn, I think, but also it depends on your skill sets on there. Uh, what was I going to... Oh, yeah. Um, uh, Wrestling Mayhem Show Facebook, if you're anywhere else, please come over to the Facebook page. That is where we are trying to pay attention to the chat and having the conversation, but feel free to watch on any of those platforms as well. Um, also, uh, thank you to our Patreon supporters at patreon.com slash wrestling mayhem show. First of all, our friends at the fan of the show, $1 level, Bo Diggity! Woo! Ed Burke, Bobby F. J. Town, Tina Keys, and the Matthew and Jennifer Carlin's Foundation for Podcast Betterment and Team Hammer Fist. I really need to switch those up for flow. Pocket Club, $5 level. They're going to learn about uh, Professor Buskill, learning about the Kabuki <laughs> stick. Uh, our friend Bradley Brothers, Doc Remedy, Dave Potter, Kyle Turner, and Daniel Towery. Our friend at the Pizza Club, $10 level, Ryan Clark. And at $13, by the way, uh, I don't know. I didn't check if that 13 meant something. Uh, and also our friend at the manager level at Occupy Pro Wrestling. It was great to hang out with uh, the great Alex Cars out there uh, for uh, Rise with an Eye. I went to with him and I got to meet the, meet the great uh, Kevin Harvey uh, behind Rise uh, for a moment. And have a, a, a quick discussion with him. So that was a really cool connection. Uh, thanks, 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 Alex, for uh, hooking that up uh, while I was uh, out there on my Mayhem Across America tour. Maybe I'll talk about that a little bit later in the show if we have some time. In the meantime, uh, Mike, I wanted to. Uh, we like I said we did a little bit of a Facebook Live last night here uh, before we get to the history lesson here with uh, the professor. Uh, so I wanted to pose this to you guys and uh, and uh, Potter uh, as well, and you guys in the chat room. Um, we've been really, really down on WWE product, of course, in the last few weeks. Uh, that might be an understatement. Uh, so I see an eye roll from Dave over there. Uh, but, 
I watched uh, uh, Alone in My Hotel Room with some uh, teriyaki madness, uh, some mo- money in the bank on, on delay because time zones. And I really enjoyed the show. I think um, there was a lot of great delivery there. Uh, we can talk about, of course, some of the uh, results out of that, of course. Uh, but generally, top to bottom, um, even to the point where Barrett Corbett came out, I'm like, oh, I'll skip this match. And then I forgot he was in Money in the Bank. Um, but uh, so so for all that we've been like kind of uh, uh, railing against like Raw and SmackDown, still the product that you're paying for on WWE Network, I think has been very solid between that, between our Becky Lynch 24-7s, between your NXTs and your 205 Lives even have been really, really good. And I wanted to separate a little bit because I think we, we did lose Mutilator Larry for a little bit, too. Uh, I think he was unhappy with what was happening with WWE and canceled his subscription. But I think we need to separate that a little bit, right? Because it's a different kind of product going on. Mm-hmm. Your yeah, thoughts? Like, um, I mean, I, I, I said this last night. That's like not going to see Avengers Endgame because you don't like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Right. Like to me, it does. They're different products. Like you're getting completely different stuff with the network because a the pay per views are basically just matches, mm-hmm. which is what you I showed may, up for. Yeah, you may not like the outcomes of certain matches where uh, sentient jars of mayonnaise can climb ladders, but the matches overall were really good at Money in the Bank. Oh, yeah. Like, the AJ and Seth Rollins match, if you're not a fan of that, I don't know what the fuck Mm-mm. to tell you. No, <laughs> I don't know what the hell to tell you. That's probably the best match I've seen all year so far. And I'm including, like, I think the only thing that's come close is the Gargano, Adam Cole, two out of three falls. Right. Absolutely. Um, no, I, I think that's the case. Uh, uh, partner, what do, you, what do you think about what's yeah. going on between what's your fallout from, you know, Sunday night? No, I mean, honestly, and I hate to say it, but I made it until the men's money in the bank match. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I hate to say I, I'm old mm-hmm. and I got tired and I went listen, to sleep. Listen, some of us need naps <laughs> before our wrestling, before we, we take in three, four or five yeah. hours of pro, pro wrestling that yeah, WWE exactly. tries to put us through. Exactly. I mean, let's, let's be honest about this. We no, got the gray hairs. Oh no, I enjoy I like it. And the difference, it's almost a difference of saying, wow, that was a great, like watching a movie or watching a TV show saying, wow, that is a great actor. That's a great actress. Yeah. Storyline sucked. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. but that performance they gave was amazing. Like, like I said, AJ versus um, Seth. 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 That was an amazing match. Mm-hmm. Why should I care about it other than being an amazing match? Eh, that's something different. Mm-hmm. That's what I think is missing. And the fact that the ending of Money in the Bank led to Boombox. Bra- uh, bra- <laughs> we had some great moments, Boom- yes. Boombox. Yeah, uh, Boombox. So, somebody tweeted, tweeted, we don't deserve the gifts that Brock Lesnar is giving us. Oh, God, no. no but I mean, oh, no, no. We do. <laughs> For what he's getting paid? Yeah. We deserve it. He just, he's just a multi-million dollar gift machine. Well, given the fact that, I mean, that is the perfect thing for him, though, mm-hmm. because supposedly they're going to come out next week and say who they're going to fight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Suppose, supposedly. Mm-hmm. OK, but it's like, oh, 
Won't Brock show up? Won't Brock show up? Who knows? It, it, they could tease it while always, you know, he's for the next seven, eight months, he's up in his farm somewhere, not even getting away, getting away from his family. But that's a perfect thing for him because he can be far away and they can just tease. And every so often you could tease Heyman pulling out. Mm-hmm. And that would be good. That they way he's not like... on the show. He's mm-hmm. not on the show. Wait, so the what what they have what you say Heyman came Heyman came out on SmackDown tonight. Just him and he he did with, a thing. with the briefcase. Like Heyman was gonna fucking cash in. Oh jeez. <laughs> like but and then it was and then it was a distraction thing because then Dolph Ziggler came back in the de- Oh, okay, that's when that happened. happened. Yeah, so get ready for Dolph Kofi number hold on. Sorg, what number show is this? Six six seven? Yes. Okay, so get ready for Dolph versus Kofi number Five thousand six hundred thirty-two. That's that's some fuzzy math, but I'll go with it. Um, uh, no, I've, I've and again, the, they'll be they'll be good matches too. Great yeah, matches. oh yeah, they'll be great matches. Don't care about them, but we'll, they'll we'll, be great matches. We'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see if um we'll see if Dolph has uh, recovered from his uh, Pittsburgh countdown incident last week last year. <laughs> um, I think no. I think I think he just he he may have just had a breakdown after that because you visibly saw him say, "What are they doing?" Sure. Um, Sorg, do you want to hear me write a better story in two minutes? Uh, here we go. Here we go. All right. Um, so they also had Big E uh, get injured tonight. Oh. He was, atta- he was attacked backstage. Again? Yeah. Uh, and Big E immediately said it was Owens. It was Kevin Owens at that. Which, you know. Oh, oh we got a little bit of glitch here. Uh-oh. Oh, you're back. Okay. You're back. Yeah. All right. Um, and Big E said that it was Kevin Owens that attacked him. Because, you know. He's Kevin Owens. He's going to attack people. Mm-hmm. But I find it coincidental that Biggie goes out with an injury just on his night back. Woods takes him to the hospital, and Dolph Ziggler returns to attack Kofi. Mm-hmm. Dolph Ziggler being the one that brought Biggie to the main roster. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking that we're going to have a biggie heel turn because Mm. Dolph was one of the only people that checked on him while he was injured. Meanwhile, Kofi and Woods are on Raw and SmackDown, replacing him with Kevin Owens. Maybe they bonded over both wanting to get at uh, Becky Lynch's mom. I mean, who wouldn't? She is a snack. That was... (laughs) It's the first time I've ever. That was said one that of the tweets, people. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh. no, that oh, yeah. absolutely was. That absolutely. Mark was. that on the calendar. Jeez. Yes. All right. Well, hey, but I- but that that's that's my two minute booking for a better storyline than they're ever going to give us. <laughs> well, guys, I want to talk. We'll talk about a little bit more of WWE, and I want to get to the twenty four seven belt and and those kinds of no, things, and maybe no. there's a, this little show. <laughs> there's this little show called Double or Nothing that's happening this weekend. Um, but there's another little show that's happening here in Pittsburgh, and uh, actually, uh, we will be uh, a part of that here with uh, IndieWrestling.us and uh, Angel Gate Wrestling, our friends over there. And that is not how that works. Try, sorry, trying to pull <laughs> up our next segment here, and I can't spell things. Anyways, our friends at IndieWrestling.us are happy to kick off our iPay-Per-View series with Angel Gate this Saturday at 7 p.m. 
Eastern time. If it can't be in McKeesport, uh, PA to catch the action live, I know we have a lot of you guys on the West Coast in the middle and and all over the place. Mike up in New York uh, and even some international. Uh, you can join us uh, for that. Uh, it, it's your chance to see Raylan, Christina Marie, Queen Aminata, uh, Lady Frost, Lebron, Nicole, Casey Spinelli, and so much more. Follow Angel Gate on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and at Angel Gate PWX on the Twitter uh, for more details. And you can also get more information on the uh, the iPay-Per-View uh, uh, heading over on IndieWrestling.us. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Our first kickoff iPay-Per-View. Uh, these uh, uh, girls have been turning in some great shows lately uh, with that that you can check out on um, the Pro Wrestling Network and over on VOD at IndieWrestling.us us so looking forward to that and uh and uh looking forward to see uh some of these girls in action who Raylan, for instance i just saw in action uh just uh last thursday for the world uh i'm sorry women of women of wrestling taping in la so really cool to see her in a kind of a different setting out there and uh, uh we're seeing her here in angel gate too so, Professor Buzzkill, you're with us here tonight, and we're getting into some history. You were joining yes, us on a little bit show. Yeah. That's what yeah. you do over there at ProfessorBuzzkill.com, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, a great history podcast uh, as well. <laughs> we hope so. We hope what, so. What's the quick line on uh, what you guys are doing over there on that show? Busting myths and taking names. That's right. And all you wrestlers out there should know about taking names. You know, you're trying. we're trying to get people to own up to what they do. Mm-hmm. And so if they don't own up to it, we write them down. So we wanted to give you some time. Let's let's talk about a little, little bit of wrestling history. I mean, we we we. I mean, my wrestling history goes back to the eighties. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so, but there's a lot out You're there. An old old man. And we're and a lot of us get to explore so much thanks to the WWE Network and things like that these days. Well, does the WWE Network ever show like documentaries on Gorgeous George and people like that? We have not seen Gorgeous George. We have seen. That's fascinating. Uh, we, we usually don't go back that far. There's not a lot of footage that. Yeah. Is, oh well, that's um, true. Yeah, I didn't think of that. Easily, yeah. That's easily mm-hmm. digestible. Yeah. Well, yeah. That, and also, they just don't have the rights to them. Yeah. Well, that doesn't mm-hmm. surprise me because Gorgeous George was born in 1915. Wow. So he'd be 104. Missy's that right? I got the math right on that. Oh, sorry. What's what's the math? Sorry, I was. Gorgeous George was born in 1915. Does that make him 104 if he was still alive? I think so. Right? Yes. Well, okay. Yeah. Well, so so yes. I don't think you need any rights to to the film, but actually finding it on film would be difficult. Would be very difficult because I don't think people bothered to film. There was, however, there are however a lot of media historians who claim that the two people who brought television really into the sort of promotional age, the people who 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 sold more TVs than anyone else were Milton Berle and Gorgeous George. And Gorgeous George was a very flamboyant wrestler, started all sorts of things, influenced later in his life, influenced people like Muhammad Ali in order to get them to promote the, their their fights ahead of time by being extra braggadocious and by, by sort of outraging the audience. And that means, of course, the audience watches. And George, uh, sorry, Gorgeous George would say that it doesn't matter if they hate me and they want to see me lose, they're watching, and that's what brings the money in. So it seems to me uh, an awful lot of what's going on in wrestling nowadays comes from that vibe, if you will. You know, the idea that we're going to make this as media-friendly, first of all, media-friendly as we can, 
and as interesting as we can to someone who might not be technically interested in wrestling. Mm -hmm. uh, because what was wrestling before that? You know, we we were talking about you know somebody was born in nine fifteen or nineteen fifteen. Um, like that was more. It was probably growing out of the carny. You know, yes, roots that's right. At that yeah. time, right? Well, no, it would still be in the carny roots in nineteen fifteen, but. You know, apart from Greco-Roman wrestling in ancient times, mm -hmm. you 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 don't get wrestling that 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 is on a larger scale until you have multi, until you have modern media, and that would be again like we've talked about in other shows the, the telegraph and widespread distribution of newspapers, and so in the twenties, thirties, forties, and fifties, when you had people having wrestling matches, who then come up. And start showing up in capes and dyed blonde hair and hair that they've grown, in fact, enormously long, and showing up with entourages of of women and people fanning them like Egyptian pharaohs. This really, you know, creates a tremendous atmosphere that attracts people. And of course, wrestling, at least in, in those days, was inexpensive. Mm -hmm. You didn't have to. You had a whole fleet of actors. You didn't have to put on a Broadway show. You just had to have a few, either, well, back in those days, a, 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 a big enough venue. But also when television starts to become, starts in its infancy, you only need a couple of cameras and you only need one or two to be showing gorgeous George coming in with his entourage. Mm -hmm. So a very, very visual presentation. Very time. visual. And I think that's the key to his contribution to the, to the development of wrestling. And then to the, to the development of, of television media mm -hmm. is is the visual. I, I'm actually uh, poking a little bit at, at Gorgeous George. I didn't realize Gorgeous George George was in a movie. Oh yes, yes, yes. Oh yes. yeah, yeah. And and funny thing about that movie though, I've forgotten the name of it now. Uh, uh, it's Alias the Champ. Yeah, that's right. The movie does okay, but it doesn't do nearly as well as people thought it would because of his two things. One because He's so popular in person, mm -hmm. and you need you need the kind of whole atmosphere to see it. And then, for some strange reason, television is able to convey that atmosphere more than movies. So mm -hmm. it, it it's sort of like it falls in between those two two high points in his career. Well, I, I've always heard like the difference between the telev like television star TV stars and movie stars mm -hmm. is movie stars you have to travel out of your house to go experience exactly, them. Exactly, yeah. Exactly. While TV stars, you're welcoming them into your home, basically. Right, like, right. Yeah, so that's probably why he had more of an impact that way. Yeah, and I can't. I also can't stress enough the fact that it doesn't cost much money at that in those days to put it on TV. Because, uh, you know, TV in the early days, a lot of it was live, literally live, mm -hmm. and they didn't have the money to, you know, this was still kind of a, well, do we want to invest in this or not? Well, gorgeous George was cheap programming and it became a very very popular and became a you know he became a national phenomenon if you're curious alias the champ is on youtube it's an hour and eight minute movie oh i didn't know that, that on YouTube. okay of course it, it was well, probably out of uh copyright i would imagine oh I, i'm sure it is so I'm nobody's sure it taking it down it's a 1949 movie yeah and uh, I am playing it right now. I'm not going to put it up there just in case. But <laughs> um, and this is, and I'm, I am curious if this is maybe possibly one of the earliest uh, iterations of, of pro wrestling in a movie. Um, it was not. Um, it was. It was not Highlander as I once thought. 
I no, don't know because no. I know El Santo had movies too. I don't know. What no, of were. course. Yeah, they yeah, they probably they probably did too. So, well, um, if, uh, where where pro wrestling is really considered the main focus of the plot, right? You had people yeah. in the uh, background. Right. In I'm res- I'm watching a wrestling match as part El of the San- El Santo. Right. Yeah. El Santo yeah. stuff was in like the '60s, so. Right. Well, this was 1949 yeah. with Gorgeous so, right. George. So, um, but again, with that different culture in 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 Mexico, mm. I would not be mm. surprised mm. if there are early, mm. earlier earlier mm. uh, movies than that. Although I, I'm curious how the film industry was in the 40s at that point. Had it filtered down at that point? Had what? Had it filtered down to Mexico to make their own stuff at that point? Oh, sure. There was all kinds of stuff made in Mexico. There was all kinds of stuff shot in Mexico that mm. is really supposed to be about Arizona, really supposed to be about Texas or whatever, because it was cheaper to do, mm. as it is even now. But yeah, that that's the first first you know again focusing making the focus of the plot wrestling rather than making it res- wrestling or even boxing being incidental to the plot. Because mm-hmm. after all, we have famous movies like. Um, Here's here comes Mr. Jordan, which is the the original of the, of the Heaven Can Wait movie, and the the first version, and that was about the that version. Uh, here comes Mr. Jordan is about boxing. And there are a few boxing movies, but again, it isn't a big thing until really Gorgeous George is able to build up the sort of daily conversation about wrestling. Do you can you believe what this guy just actually what he said about his upcoming opponent? Blah 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 blah, and then Muhammad Ali turns us into the same thing in this fifties, late fifties and sixties, by saying, "Sonny Liston, you know, he, he says all these things. I'm gonna, I'm gonna beat him. He doesn't say beat him into next week, but it makes all these exaggerated claims before the match, right? And that builds up the 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 fervor for the match itself. The first kind of a uh, uh, water cooler yeah. talk around pro exactly. wrestling. Yeah, 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 and and water cooler pre match, which is an amazing difference. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, there's a, there's a, there is a little bit. If you go on YouTube, you can go down a little bit of a rabbit hole, too. I'm also seeing a gorgeous <laughs> George versus Woody Strode for uh, wrestling from Hollywood in 1950s television uh, yeah. over there, too. So, I mean, there's a lot of cool stuff. I am, I, 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 again, I'm, I'm scrubbing through this movie, and there is a point where uh, not gorgeous George, there's another wrestler against a boxer. Yeah. I, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> and, of course, they did it with the animals and mm-hmm. things like that, and trained bears and things like that, too. But it's well, a, we still do that today. So yeah, 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 sure. But you yeah. want to know where it starts? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's, again, that kind of carny atmosphere, right? So it's the carny atmosphere, yeah. and and again, it's the it's the one of the things that makes carnivals so. Remember, the carnivals used to be traveling carnivals, mm-hmm. and makes them so successful is that you know it's one week till the carnival arrives, it's three days till the carnival arrives. It's the it's the pre promotion. That gets right. things up and going, and that's what Gorgeous George was able to do and, with wrestling. And, and it was a very traveling-oriented right. uh, situation where right. they can go from one territory to the next and right, right, right. kind of do the same match over and over again. Because there, oh, was, absolutely. No, there absolutely. was no kind of connective tissue to say, you know, nobody was driving from uh, uh, you know Memphis to, to Nashville to see Jerry Lawler in matches. You know, that's like, right. Like Jerry Lawler is much, much later, of course, but you know, even then to, to cross that over. Well, and another example, sort of a frivolous one, is Gorgeous George marries his wife, and they decide when he gets married uh, in the forties, he decides to have the the wedding as an in ring ceremony. Oh, and he has that, you know, he gets married in the ring, and it proved to be so popular at that episode that they kept repeating it. So he's been married. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he's one of the few people who's been married about forty times. 
Because they're always <laughs> to the same woman and always in the same sort of place. Oh, wait. So, so I, they, they, I thought she was on the WWE Hall of Fame and she told us she told a story like that. Oh, really? Yeah, could, yeah that could very well George be. George George is inducted in the Hall of Fame. And I know. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure it was his wife that accepted it. So, yeah, so, because she, she, she outlives him by a long time. He yeah. dies relatively wow. young. Yeah, he he died in uh sixty eight, I think I saw. Yeah, yeah, uh, wow. something like that. So so basically, so you're telling me the wedding became a traveling roadshow. It became that their wedding became their wedding yeah. became a traveling roadshow, right? Of yeah. sorts, and of course okay, they build now- it up before they build it up before, and like I said, yeah. that was the key that the the the, the, the early publicity. Did they have somebody interrupt it like we always have with weddings on yeah. wrestling now? <laughs> yeah. If anyone knows any reason why this man and woman shouldn't be united in marriage, let's stand now or forever hold his peace. And Body slam. Is, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. 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 No, I, I don't know, but that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe something we should return to the marriage. Ceremony. Oh, no. They still do that every once in a while. It's still <laughs> happening. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. Trust me. Trust oh, me. Oh, yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. all any kind of permutation you can even imagine. No, yeah. but I mean, in churches. In, in in at the in front of the justice of the peace, we should have this sort of, you know, a, you know, a, a, so a mayhem aspect. Yes, of the yes, marriage ceremony, Ma- yes. marriage and mayhem, uh, and, and remembrance for for uh, poor Al Wilson. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, there's been there's been there's been a, uh, deaths at funerals. There have been. Uh, it, there's been some really. There have been dark funerals where yes. the where the bride is tied to a cross. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, oh yeah. One time. Yeah, we're talking. Mm-hmm. We're talking about Monday Night Raw. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're talking about things that happen. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, so you know, uh, there there have been fake gay weddings. Yes, there have been. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, there have been, been weddings to get green cards. There's there's yeah. been a lot of stuff. yeah. Yeah, well, there's always like everything else. There's a there's a beginning to it. There's an origin. Someone has to think of it, and this is where it started. Yeah, we should. Have, man, I, I I need to employ you to do to to help bust wrestling history myths. Oh, <laughs> no. there's a lot of them. There's I mean, a lot of them. An awful lot, yeah. <laughs> and I think some are out there doing that that were there, but you never know. You never know. But yeah. I mean, there's there's a bunch of weird stuff. Like I mean, you're doing it with. With, with the Churchills and the and the George Washingtons and and, and that kind of history, but mm-hmm. there's also a lot of like people honestly think the Ultimate Warrior died in the '90s and was replaced by another Ultimate Warrior. Well, there you go. Like <laughs> the thing that I heard on the playground growing up, I still hear at wrestling shows today. Well, there was also the myth of Paul McCartney died in '68 and then he was replaced by a lookalike, and that's why <laughs> that's why on the cover of Abbey Road he's depicted being barefoot crossing. Uh, the street with the other Beatles. Oh, it's a sort of supposedly an old Sicilian sign of death as being barefoot, but is, I think it's, it, it's all it, ridiculous. Does that lead to the uh, reverse Paul is dead? That that's what the Paul is dead thing is. is okay, the Paul, Paul is dead, and yeah, although you mean reversing the record. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's where all that comes from. <laughs> so there you go. Conspiracy theories everywhere. They are everywhere. Yes. Well, Professor, thank you for coming and 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 uh, giving us enlightening our crew here. This evening. Well, it's been great. And now that I know that there's a YouTube version of the movie or a YouTube clip of the movie, I'm going to go watch it. I've never actually seen it. Uh, I'm sure it's not exactly the most gripping movie. We're not the best written plot ever. <laughs> yeah, well, but, it is but 1949. You never know. Hey, to be fair, if that's the case, then you understand what it's like to be a wrestling fan in 2019. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's true. That's true. 
I can't imagine ending on a better subject, except that we're being someone is taking pictures of us as oh good outside the, <laughs> outside the window as we're recording. This happens, and no. I have to say she's laughing at me at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's laughing at me right now. She's laughing. Yeah, see? Oh, she's dancing. Yeah, she's, she's laughing oh. and dancing. It's not Dutters, is it? No, it's no. definitely not Dutters. I was okay. ask you if Dutters. <laughs> no, her her bare butt is not on the window. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's how you know it stutters. But it's great, Ben, and th- thank you so much for having me because uh, I've I've learned a lot as well. Fantastic, um, including what a uh, a kendo stick is. Hey guys, thank you so much, Professor Buzzkill. Check him out, professorbuzzkill.com. Subscribe, like, rate, review him and our podcast as well, uh, uh, and, and help everybody out. Uh, so, want to give a shout out to somebody else that helps us out and helps feed uh, and, and the professor I know was. Uh, uh, we, we convinced him to try some, and now it's open the floodgates. Uh, supporting Pittsburgh Podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza. Our friends at Slice on Broadway, a Beachview original, uh, right here in Beachview, Carnegie, PA, the east end of Pittsburgh, and PNC Park, home of the Pittsburgh Pirates. And again, I know many of you are not here in the Pittsburgh area, but we want to support our friends. And and obviously, when we started uh, with them here with us on the show, they had one location right up the road here from our current studio uh, and they have obviously expanded greatly into some awesome locations here in the area but i want you guys to help with their global expansion and wherever you are there is probably a broadway avenue nearby mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i want you to take a picture of that sign of broadway avenue wherever that may be and tweet pgh underscore slice on the twitter and tell them you want to slice on your broadway so our unofficial campaign to help the global expansion and uh site development of slice on broadway go check them out sliceonbroadway.com if you find yourself in pittsburgh if you're doing a little bit of traveling like i have been lately uh mayhem across america and visiting some friends uh come down we'll have a slice go check them out uh carnegie pa is right on the way to the airport or in from the airport however which way you're going Go check them out and thank you to them for supporting the show. We're going to let the professor go because it is a school night, as was mentioned before. (laughs) And we're going to be back with our big question right after this. Sidekick Media Services. We are your sidekick in business for social media, video production, and more. Find out more at SidekickMediaServices.com. Mini rant. So we were saying how the wrestling was good. Yes. But why should we? Do you know what finished up SmackDown tonight? Hmm. Elias versus Roman. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. With distraction from Shane O'Mac that led to a Drew McIntyre run in. Well, that's the issue, isn't it? We've seen this. We've seen this a million times. I didn't say it was all good. We've seen it a million times. Now, yeah. I'm not saying it it wasn't done. I'm not saying it wasn't not done well. It was done well, mm. but well, we've that done was Roman's last two matches we've done on pay per view. But we've done, yeah. It. But we've done exactly. It. Yeah, there's there's nothing new. And speaking of nothing new, uh, Mick Foley, <laughs> God bless his soul, Mick Foley uh-huh. out there trying to make this work. Presented to us on Monday Night Raw this week, the newest title because we need more belts in WWE. <laughs> The WWE 24-7. No, this does not mean the owner of the, 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 the title receives a documentary. It means that it is a return to the spirit of the Crash Holly era hardcore championship with the 24-7 role. Uh, comedy ensues. Laugh track. Um, you got Rorschach for a moment there. Anyways, but uh, 
you know, for the big question, um, I wouldn't say that it feels like a retread. It feels underwhelming. And I don't want to have that discussion. Instead, we like to help here on the Wrestling Mayhem Show. <laughs> and I want to ask you, the Mayhemers, in the chat room online right now, what would you have made for a new championship instead of the 24-7 title that we did get this week on Monday Night Raw? And I presume it is carried over to SmackDown. Is that true, Potter? Oh, yes. Yes. In fact, we had R-Truth in drag. Mm-hmm. We had Carmella trying to help R-Truth by getting him made up in drag to hide him. Mm-hmm. As R-Truth said, it's 24-7. That means I hope for 24 plus 7 hours, I get to keep this for good. <laughs> truth may be the only thing that could help this belt. Uh, I am uh, so glad they uh, gave it to Truth. I am so happy they gave it to Truth. Drake Drake Maverick is trying. Drake oh, Ma- yeah. Drake oh, yeah. Maverick, Drake Maverick yes. is putting in the work. <laughs> Speaking yeah, of 24-7. On, got- on the hunt. On the hunt. We got a cattail drive-by over on camera, too. Drake uh, <laughs> Maverick is trying to turn himself into Crash Holland. He is. Uh, to the point where he... Did you see the one where he was going through the drive-thru and asking yep. the, yes. the attendant, yes. uh, mm-hmm. the drive-thru attendant, if he has seen uh, Ron Kellings? <laughs> yep. Um, which is really funny, because I am blocked by our truth on Twitter. Oh, no. I cannot see the escapade. How did that happen? I'm not sure. There has to be some memorandum to let have people they, unblock you that work for they, WWE. I, I mean, is there anyone who you're not blocked by? Xavier Woods. Up at <laughs> That's true. Riz. Riz, 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 Riz is very <laughs> upset about. Very mad. Very mad. But anyways, what title would you have presented or allowed Mick Foley to oh. present Monday night on Raw. Oh, can the option be no title? Because we don't need an extra one? Listen, Vince has come to you and said, we need no more belts. Okay, alright, so if you have to present... Oh, you <laughs> have to if you have to come up with a new title. You're stuck. The boss said so. You have to make this work as best as possible. Okay. Um, your your bonus... Uh, uh, your, your holiday bonus depends on it. Mixed tag team championships. Mixed tag team championships. Damn, that's a good one. Yeah, I, and and the way you'd crown the first, um, the way you crown the first one, is you take the the Raw tag team champions and SmackDown tag team champions, mm. and and you split up, you split up the women's tag team champions. Oh no! You, you have a six man tag occur. Oh no! Uh huh. Just just temporarily. Uh huh. Just temp- but it's it's mixed tag team wrestling. It's it's intergender. Mm-hmm. It's intergender. So so really the intergender tag team champions. Because mixed cha- mixed tag yeah. is the is the tag mixed in, match is, is tag in tag out. Right. Mm. So it'd be full intergender. Um, that would be my way of going about. Okay. Kyle's in the chat room saying the Waffle House title. It's only defended I'm, at Waffle Houses. I and I'm going to add, it's, it's only defended at Waffle Houses after each Raw and SmackDown. Um, I, we have enough promotion on Raw. I don't think we need more. Don't need a title. We we don't need a Secret Life of Pets two championship. Oh, okay. You don't you don't need yeah. a uh, Quality Reynolds Internet Television Championship. We don't need a Gold Bond Championship. 
by the way, real belt in West Virginia with our friends. I'm Kevin. sure. Yes. Um. Anyways, uh, <laughs> Dave. I could. I see. I kind of like the idea behind the twenty four seven title. Mm-hmm. I think the title, and I, I don't want to go after whoever made the title because I'm sure they made it the way Vince told them to make it. It looks cheap as hell. I feel like it they looked- redid the uh, the greatest Royal Rumble title. Yeah, it looks like a giant that- arcade token. Yeah, yeah, it, it doesn't look good. But I think that, the side that plates are it. blank. Like the side plates are blank. It looked like. Yeah, yeah. And they're I, and I, those. They cheapened out. I, yeah. I was hoping that the side plates were blank because there's one point during the week where the rules are suspended. So that each champion gets their name etched very oh. tiny on the thing, just like oh, the Stanley geez. Cup. Stanley Cup. Just like the Stanley Cup. I think that'd be great. Now I would love to see it. I mean, again, I kind of like Dave because it's laying people who are not on TV be on TV. Mainly, they look like morons, but at least they're getting their faces <laughs> on TV. Well, that's Monday night. Wait, 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 wait. When every tonight. When everyone was running towards truth, Sami Zayn would just standing there watching everyone going, but, huh? But see, that's your entire problem with it. No, no, that's what I'm saying. That's that's what I don't like about it. That's what I don't like about it. I want an internet-only title. Are you saying there should be an internet championship that only can be won, A, with a ref, and B, live stream on Instagram. Mm. Well, or YouTube. About, how about, or YouTube. How about live on the WWE Network? Uh, no, no I, because I honestly, think... that's what Zack Ryder should have done in NXT. Mm-hmm. He, yeah. Because when Zack Ryder was in NXT, he should have brought back the internet championship. Because guess what? The only way you can watch NXT is on the internet. internet. It's the new wave television title. Like, that's what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or if you're going to do something, say, give it a, like, a five-minute, if you want to make it more of a traditional match and not just craziness, because I'm sure they can write craziness for two weeks, and then they run out of good ideas. Oh, like, if you think those segments are written, <laughs> they're not. Go do stuff. Go through those. those, what those well, well, well I, I, I'm going back to the old 24-7 where, you know, the skit of, oh, I'll give you a massage. All of a sudden, I think it was Ivory who won the belt that way by giving someone a massage and, mm-hmm. and pinning them. Yep. Just those little skits. I'm, I'm yes. not talking big yeah. writing. Just the yeah. little skits. They're going to run out of ideas because they're writing, what, six, seven, eight, eight hours of programming well, a week. That's Ideally, generous. Ideally, That's generous. Hopefully. There may be six to seven, six to seven hours of programming a week. They ain't writing that much. Ideally, hopefully, <laughs> this is going to be something that like those guys can step up with, right? Like we remember Crash Holy and all the weird stuff that happened but, there. But I mean, it's not. It, I know it's not what you want, yeah. but it's a re- it's a reason for somebody to get on television. I think Drake but, Maverick has been like freaking 
amazing and, and oh, yeah. sticking out for this. Also, but, an opportunity for them to continue to create content online. I think this. I'm hoping this does become your internet championship that you're talking mm-hmm. about, Dave. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, it's it it, it has, like I see a lot of potential, but again, like I told Mike last night on the Facebook stream, um, I think I don't think there's going to be a place for this title in a month from now. But like, here's the thing: there, there's no. There's no reason to carry this championship. Why would anyone want it? Yeah, it's kind of a no. I, thing, I'm yeah. I'm serious. Like the hardcore championship had a lineage before the 24 seven rule. Uh, like, yeah, no, it did, it did, and main eventers held that motherfucker. The Undertaker is a former hardcore champion. Right. People forget that, right. but he is. Right. Like main eventers went after that title. There were WrestleMania matches dedicated to the hardcore championship. Like, and not just the one that everyone remembers from WrestleMania two thousand mm-hmm. where the Mean Street Posse won their first match. Yep. It was there were matches beyond that. Like the only reason that the twenty four seven rule existed, and I said this last night, was because it was Crash Holly's idea it wasn't always 24 7 that was the no, point of it no. like are do you think we will ever and i'm saying ever see a scheduled match a scheduled match for the 24 7 title because i don't think so there could be an incident where somebody comes out and challenges perhaps um, I want to get to the chat room here real quick. Um, but uh, Kina saying maybe a beat the clock title could be something unique. Uh, also, Kyle says they need a futures championship for newer talents and uh, and have it before uh, talent called up. If they hold the title for five defenses, they can challenge the Intercontinental U.S. champion. I, I was wondering about that too because I, I'm seeing a lot of these titles to get other title shots kind of situations. With uh, you know, I'm thinking. Yo, the what was the Aztec Championship in Lucha Underground? Yeah, Give to the gods. Give to the gods. Thank you. Uh, or you know, there's these contender championships that have been coming up uh, with with uh, some of the groups that we work with here uh, in the area. Uh, Tina's also saying not a new title, but I like to see an option C thing for the cruiserweight title, similar to the X division did. Uh, there you go, another kind of like upgrade kind of thing. Um, I I don't I never liked the option C thing. No, I mean because it, because it always devalued the X division title, right? Right. It always devalued it. Like you shouldn't have championship belts that give like the gift of the gods is different because it was prestigious to get the medallions Mm -hmm. and the belt was just a means to get to a title shot, but it was prestigious to get the medallions. Right. Right. Like, but I, I never liked the option C thing that TNA did. Mm -hmm. Never enjoyed it. Um, I had one, and it went from my brain because I don't have anything left in my brain right now, and sleep. Um, uh, <laughs> oh, so all right, I'll bring up another idea if you okay if, well, to give you a chance to let your brain catch up. Bring back the European tile. Ooh, but only have only let it be won by Europeans. There was a good. Uh, uh, There's plenty. So there was a good. There's enough people. There was a good one, and, and it made me go down a rat hole last night of looking at the TNA uh, Legends Champion. 
but but um oh, no. yeah i know mike <laughs> mike yeah let me let me prove it wouldn't it be great okay you know wwe <laughs> isn't gonna get away from your <laughs> eric young has already gone for this belt oh, <laughs> mike mike your 40 plus year olds are not going away anytime soon from wwe they should. I, I know. We can, we can have that conversation. No, you know what? All but, the 40-year-olds can wrestle just in countries we don't want to talk about. Yeah, there's that, too. There you go. <laughs> How about that? Hell, let's just leave them there. Let's just, just leave them in the desert. Um. So so there's that. Yeah, Mike. Yes? Yeah. Do, do you realize how old we are? I'm saying 40-year-old active wrestlers, Missy. <sighs> which, which in which in human yeah, see, I'm life almost is there like myself. <laughs> which is which in human life is like a hundred. Yeah, exactly. That's right. Okay, <laughs> but what if there was like a legends title, and then that's something for your Goldbergs and your Stings and your Undertakers to fight for in the desert? It's um, called the Universal Championship. <laughs> but Seth Rollins has it. But then, yeah, but then, for now. But then, you know, your Goldberg isn't taking that up for several months, so we have a universal title to do something with. And then, you know, we we just, you know, fight in the desert for the Legends one. We're just gonna, No, uh, because WWE won't do that because they don't like to bring up people's ages. No, they don't. Like, that. they, they will not bring up people. They'll bring up um, experience. Hall of ages. Famer Championship. No, because Hall of Famers should not be fucking wrestling. Yeah, Hall of Famers, Hall of Famers should not be wrestling. Yeah, because they, if you're in the Hall of Fame, guess what? You're goddamn retired. The Warrior Award Championship. I I mean, so as much as I would love to see Sue Aitchison, you know, get in the ring, <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. <laughs> Well, you know. Uh, anyways, uh, well, let us know your answer to your big question on the social media. T- uh, tweet us at Mayhem Show. Now I'm going to talk to this, talk about somebody really important as I bring up my sheet over here. And as our friends at Occupy Pro Wrestling, our good buddies just hung out with Gan with Alex at Rise with an Eye uh, out there on the West Coast. Pro Wrestling's a wild and crazy art form. And Occupy Pro Wrestling is here to look at what makes it fun. Uh, featuring articles, blogs, and a podcast that brings you interviews with fellow fans, Occupy Pro Wrestling is putting the smart back in smart mark. Please go check it out at OccupyProWrestling.com. And I understand there is a new, a new Jakar in 15 podcast. Go check that out. He covers, he covers and previews even the Jakara Pittsburgh show coming up this weekend that I believe... Uh, uh, a couple of us Mayhemers may be attending. So uh, really cool that all that's all kind of connecting in a really cool way. Um, also, I understand there is something in the works on re- the return of the Occupy Pro Wrestling podcast. I think something is scheduled. I think something is happening. And I think some, somebody um, that is a friend of the show is going to be involved with uh, on that so go check out that there's stuff coming new the new new is happening at occupy pro wrestling.com all right mike work hey, yes Sorg, one thing i want to bring up one thing real quick sorry but uh, about the 24 mm-hmm. 7 one not so serious and one serious not so serious we better see king maxel <laughs> we better see king maxel and I want him weighing it off of uh, Matt. 
No, I want I want being Drake Maverick for it. <laughs> Let's Second. rekindle that rivalry. <laughs> Second, Candice LeRae. Mm-hmm. Just in general, like a Candice LeRae championship. No, more like this you know, is a way. Yes, it, like, yes. Like, they're just gonna wear oh, Candice LeRae totally, like a belt. Yes. I think you know, I just have a bunch it. of thumbtacks on it. <laughs> but no, that, think this is the chance for intergender where it's somewhat legitimate. They but can, it's but, not gonna be taken seriously. It's gonna be. I know, it's but, gonna be Mighty Molly slapping Hurricane with a frying pan. You know what? You know what? Yeah. Midget Wrestling Championship. Let's just go all the way. Rambling Rabbit for first champion. There you go, uh, Kyle. The Road Agent Championship. Uh, <laughs> yes, yeah, it's going. called the Universal Championship. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. Anyways, so uh, there is another company running this weekend. There is. Double or nothing. Our friend of the show, Britt Baker, is going to be a part of that. So I had to put that out there. And I understand. Did anybody see what was going on that they 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 already gave away the match of oh boy of uh, uh, Hangman Page and 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 um, was it Pac? Pac? Yeah. What, what is happening? Yeah. Uh, no one knows the full story. Um, the the prevailing rumor is, and we all know how much wrestling loves their rumors was that um they didn't they wanted to have like kind of a screwy finish like with a dq or time limits or stuff like that yeah but the people running double or nothing didn't want those things on their pay-per-view okay so they decided not to have it on the pay-per-view um guys this is a heads up when you book a show you should no, hear me out. You get to pick the winners. Mm-hmm. And y- you have to have winners. Mm-hmm. Especially when the first announced match for your show now doesn't happen on your show. So people can say, oh, yeah, they got TNT now. Great. I'm like, let's wait to see a product. Let's wait to see a product before. Someone with a top knot goes all like, "Ooh, Brock's the future of the business." Yeah, let's see what y'all are doing, buddy. Uh-huh. Let's let's uh, let's see what's going on first. Like, I'm not like, don't get me wrong, I'm not really a current fan of the WWE product, but I know it is incredibly hard to do to come up with that much content, right? So, I'm not going to say they're trying their best. I'm not even going to say they're trying. I'm just saying <laughs> it's hard to do. If you can't pick a winner for your first marquee match and decide to give it away for free on YouTube, not a great look. So I'm catching up a little bit. This is actually an article on Forbes magazine. Yeah, on Forbes.com. Well, it's because they have have a legit billionaire involved. It is. And the headline is, Double or Nothing 2019, politics already reeling its ugly head as Pac versus Adam Page is next. This is not a dirt sheet. Unless Forbes is not what I'm thinking it is. Uh, no, no, it, it's what you think. Well, is, you know what? This could also be the nothing portion of the Double or Nothing show. Uh, <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Um, but uh, so, so this was over. You know, and they're having discussion in here about uh, 
creative differences between Page and Pac. Uh, top match advertised for this. They ran an angle overseas at an event in Nottingham, England. I believe that is the match that they showed, ending in disqualification. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this is curious, and it does give me a little bit of pause for what's going on here if they couldn't deliver on something like this. Like, I heard it was because Pac was still a champion for another company. Right. And they and they didn't want him to, like, lose. I'm like, guess what? When you don't sign people to exclusive deals or keep them locked in their contracts, these are the kinds of things that happen. Right, right. So right. maybe let's not give another company a lot of grief for not letting people do it that. It is it's something they're going to have to sort out sooner than later. And mm-hmm. hopefully this is just early growing pains. Well, let me ask you, because... Growing pains got a lot better once they had Leonardo DiCaprio. That's all I said. <laughs> I don't... Okay. Show me that smile again. Wow. Sorry. Off the road. Potter, Potter, please state your case and please okay. don't sing. Oh, no, don't worry. I, I won't do that to anyone. But I remember the buildup. Uh, like saying page one page said he wanted to be the first champion and i hear interviews with him saying are you ready for all the you know the stress and everything that comes outside the ring he said oh i want to be so how are they handling the championship does anyone have and are they're not just gonna have a champion on their first big show or are they um, gonna have another match so... are they doing so, so I, I don't know. to clarify a little bit on the championship thing, I, I'm, I'm running through the card right now, and there is going to be a AAA World Tag Team Championship between the Lucha Brothers and the Young Bucks. Who are yeah, now, that's AAA. Oh, that's not their title. Right. There, yeah. is, there is no AEW Championship. And a lot of promotions, a lot of promotions do not run a Revenge Pro who started like last summer. And again, we're talking about an Indian Leo, Leo localized. Uh, still does not have a championship, but has had other championships defended on their show. This is not, I mean, there's a lot of this concept happening right now, right? For new companies and, you know, building things up. I mean, Rise with a Y uh, had uh, 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 probably at least a year of shows, if not longer, before they unveiled their first championship, just unveiled tag team championships a couple of months ago. Uh, I think, and I think AEW is kind of going through that playbook as well right now. Hmm. I I don't see that. I mean, you want to know who the top dog is, you know, who's your top performer. And yeah, I know, you know, for the last year, we know that for WWE, we don't care who has the title, you know, they've been put before the cancer scare. Roman was your top guy, Mm -hmm. but for something brand new, you need to have something. And it just can't be, well, it's obviously it's Cody because he's the one behind the scenes running it. Well, we saw what right. happens when you run it behind the scenes and you're the top talent. Right. It, it well, doesn't turn out good. To be fair, you don't necessarily need a main title on your first show. You don't necessarily. Uh, right. Lucha Underground went a couple months. See? Without having even a hint of a championship. I would, uh, I would, I would, pause, but, I would uh, pause until they have the television started to see where they go with it. And this is kind of the thought that I'm going to chime in here with too. Is I agree that you don't really need it at the outset mm-hmm. because you're going to have those belts for a while, mm-hmm. or you, you're hoping to have those belts for a while. So having them quality made, 
you want to make sure that you have the time and attention to make sure that they are exactly what you want to have to represent not only your brand, Mm -hmm. but also that specific title. And I don't think, I don't think that, you know, cost is not an issue for AEW, but no, but but also to build to those titles to make them like, Hey, we're here when we have a belt. And that's exactly what I'm going. These two guys are going to fight. That's where I'm going with it is Mm -hmm. you want to make sure that it is as prestigious as possible. So you're going to build as much hype going into it. And you're going to make it this huge thing that, yes, we have been building this roster mm-hmm. for, you know, the last few months. You've seen some of what we have going on. Everybody's fighting to get to the top. And we're going to give this them this amazing coronation where we roll out the, you know, these brand new shiny belts. And we finally, you know, this is what you've been fighting for. Yeah. And then you just throw it in the ring and let a bunch of jobbers fight over who grabs it, right? <laughs> That's what yep. you do. Yep. <laughs> but, like, I, they don't need a championship right away, but they do need to deliver on what they promise. Mm. And already, that, like, there, there's talks of insurance for wrestlers. That doesn't seem like it's happening now. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, really? The, well, I just in ge- because like the insurance for wrestlers, they're talking about like a union thing, which is never going to happen. Well, and the other problem that you have with insurance for wrestlers is there are some probably some complications involved with it. And I know, like I'm I'm speaking from the fact that we film wrestlers, and there are certain requirements within our insurance policies mm-hmm. that we have to have in place. Mm-hmm. We're not in the ring. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and at that level, and those the, that, yeah, that, no. those quality of stars, you know, they, that that's in our thing. And say, so I I don't know what they haven't planned for that. This is this is business stuff, and hence why I'm looking at an article in Forbes dot com about. Yeah, but this you're company. also looking at stuff that they've talked about mm-hmm. at their big expensive press conferences yeah. where they have pyro and shit. Like the they're putting this all out for us. Like, they're telling us all of this. Mm-hmm. So, if they don't seem to be delivering on it, it's fair criticism. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the first match they've already touted is off the show. That that's that was the one. first match they announced. Yeah. That was the yeah. first match they announced. Mm-hmm. So, they're essentially, they're, they're an indie fed with a television deal. Oh, no. Don't, don't, give, is... don't give Mike that ammunition. <laughs> Until unproven otherwise, their impact, their impact on Spike, yeah, going on Monday nights, kind like of. until until unproven otherwise, that's all it is. This is not this is not an entire WCW like, situation. They, they've literally hired New Age Outlaws to be the road agents. Like <laughs> we don't need these wait, old. Did, we did Billy Gunn works they, for them. The way the Billy Gunn did they did they get Road Dog? No Road Dog. They might have. By now, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Weird they might have by now because he left WWE. Did he leave? But, leave? I I heard he just was changing positions well, to a more at large situation. Regardless, they have Billy Gunn. Yeah, so you can guarantee his Billy son is going to be on AEW. His Billy's son. Yeah, his son wrestles. Yeah. Oh, I'm, yeah. They should call him yeah. Billy. They should call him Billy's son. Billy's son. But that's another thing. Like, but, uh, but like, like. We don't need old people thinking mm. of how to run a new wrestling promotion. 
We need young people. That's why Cody shouldn't fucking wrestle. If he yeah. wants to run a promotion, he should run a promotion. He should not run it and be the main event of the show. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll see how that kind of uh, works out there between, you know, the owners of the company and how high profile matches. Like this. we have enough owners of the companies on wrestling shows. Mm-hmm. Shane McMahon had like five segments in the past week. Jeff Jarrett and yeah. TNA. Jeff Jarrett and TNA. This is why I'm saying like they have to show me otherwise. If the Young Bucks are the first tag team champions, I'm calling it into question. If Kenny or Cody are the first main champions, I'm calling it into question. Mm-hmm. Like, show me something different. All right. So I don't know if I want to get into because some people are going crazy because we are not used to paying for our pay per views anymore. Uh, oh yeah, the price fifty dollars a pop, which yeah. is uh, standard for a pay per view these days. Eh, not really. I, really? Why? What is a wrestling pay per view otherwise? If I bought a WWE pay per view, if it was available on, on how on, much is ROH? I less, it ain't fifty. It's like thirty five, maybe. There you go. And that's it, a bit. That's and, a bit better. And price that point. is now. Now those have been fight TVs, and I don't know. Well, I want to try to pull up Fight TV and see if I can get some general pricing information. You cannot get it on Fight TV in America, I understand, but it is going to be on Bleacher Report Live. So, what the fuck is that? I mean, I've heard of Bleacher Report. They have yeah, I've heard Bleacher Live. Report yeah, yeah, I've never heard of Live. Um, though. Actually, so they, they it's their own pay per view service. They have a lot of sports in there. Actually, when I went up to Long Island for that uh, Triton Fights MMA deal, uh, that mm-hmm. was that was live on Bleacher Report. So this is their pay-per-view. They, they basically have, have fan down there doing their own pay-per-view, uh, their own fight TV, basically. Oh, and apparently uh, Ty, the former Ty Dillinger is going to be mm-hmm. in. Yeah, Sean thing. Spears is going to be in there, too. Yeah. Um, I also love that uh, going to, um, I just went to fight TV, and, and uh, one of our Sorgatron media releases, our indie wrestling releases, uh, AJ Styles and Missing Matches is on the front page. That's fun to see. <laughs> so <laughs> that's cool. Uh, so, anyways, um, so let's see. GCW presents Backyard Wrestling. What? Yeah, but it looks like the only way to watch it is through pay per view. Yeah, yeah, it's not going to be through. I mean, but like, how do they not have a deal with at least Twitch? Um, something you know for free on Twitch when you're trying to sell a pay per view. Hey, you know what? Their owner is worth enough. They're looking for exposure for this. Uh, I think they're, they're also looking at it as a business too. I, I can't. can't get the thing that. now, but the thing for fifty dollars now, no, the network is ridiculously cheap. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. It, it is underpriced for for all you're right, getting. Right, and then we're, we have, but, don't say we, that too loud. I know, I know. <laughs> Less, I know, I know. Tier, I know. I've heard the rumors for the last what year now about tiered pricing and everything. Mm-hmm. But, but one thing I love about the network is that oh, I can't make it for the entire show. I can watch it later. I remember traditional pay per view. Unless you set up your VCR, I'm. I know I'm going old here. You want, oh, something happened. You can't watch the pay-per-view live. Guess what? You're going to have to pay again to watch it. And who 
I mean, I don't know how long this, the pay-per-view is scheduled for. I'm assuming three hours. Three hours, yeah. Three so hours. It starts at eight. So, But I mean, that's a long time still to say so. you're sitting down for three hours and no, don't get up because you won't be able to rewind it. No. You won't be able to rewind it later or anything else. I mean, now, now, you know, aside from pay-per-view itself, if, and, I, and I don't know if this is on standard pay-per-view. Um, it looks it, like direct TV is. and dish, which right. means I can't even watch it if right. I wanted to. Well, it, it's a scatter shot, anyways, with these presentations. So, yeah. by comparison, I'm on Fuggy TV and I'm looking at Ring of Honor Best in the World, which would be one of their classic pay per view events. It is for $34.99. Now, on this, mm-hmm. on this, uh, Dave, if you do rent that for uh, $34.99, you are going to get unlimited replay. So, you do like own it. Right. Right, right, and most of these do. Let's see, Rise Luminous. I was uh, the the pay per view that I attended on on Friday. That is there again, nine ninety nine includes unlimited replays. We're doing the same thing on our pay per views uh, for IndieWrestling.us. Right. We're, we're actually just linking you to the VOD uh, afterwards uh, for that uh, through the other system. But um, it, it's still, uh, it's uh, you know, it, it's it's a different level, I think. A lot of people are going to choke on that, and I don't know what that's going to do for them. They did very well last time, but also uh, all in last time. Last time it was more organic. All in was also on, um, I think, both Honor Club and New Japan World. Yep. So it did have that WWE Network buy-in, right? For yep. for a few bucks, you know, I, I got to see it for under ten bucks through New Japan World, right? Um, so. I don't know what that's going to do for this. Uh, you know, it's it's a different kind of math at this point. There are there are people that will gladly drop fifty dollars for this thing for the people that's on. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, let's let's be honest about it. Um, and this is the first thing, and and it's in its building, and it's going to set the stage. And who knows? Maybe this is a thing that it's going to be on now, and maybe when they uh, go uh, as part of their TV deal, maybe we'll get this uh, just broadcast on TNT one night. I no way. No. Absolutely no way. Never know. Absolutely no way. You know who would do that? TNA. <laughs> yeah, or maybe it will be on a forthcoming Twitch channel. Who knows? Who knows? I Well, I, either way, we will know after this weekend between that a lot yeah. of pay-per-view I They do have a lot of shirts on their site though. So. Yeah, they do have a lot of shirts on there. Really good at shirts, shirts and hot topic and everything like that. Uh, anyways, I'm no, get... not even Hot Topic anymore because that was part of a New Japan deal. Oh no! Ooh. Like I, I see both. How Joey stuff. Ryan I... get in there? I don't know. I don't see Joey Ryan shirts a Hot Topic. There used to be. Mm, used to be. Uh... I think these deals that they're signing because they're not they're... allowed to independently because they're bringing back Jinkos and going back to the old hot topic we talked about last week. Anyway, Scarehouse, our good friends, speaking of spooky things. Uh, hey, it's not. It's more than just Halloween for those guys on there. Uh, the Scarehouse, Scarehouse.com. Get some great behind-the-scenes content and discussions with other haunters and creatives with the Scarehouse Podcast over at ScarehousePodcast.com, hosted by our friend Dutters over there. While you're there, please sure to get uh, to follow them up on social media and get all the updates. So at that point, oh boy, I'm jet light so bad. Uh, let's get my mouth working. And uh... <laughs> they have 23 different shirts, Sorg. 23 different shirts. 23. I saw a Britt Baker. I saw a Britt Baker shirt. I think it was a Blackcraft one, does. though. 
uh, of, uh, when I was in Detroit. I was in uh, the person next to him had a, I think it maybe a bull club or all in dude. I got off the plane and, and I got my bag at LAX last Thursday and I saw a, gentleman, a dream in a card again. Mm, no. Uh, and, and I see a gentleman, I, I walk out and I see a guy, he's wearing a fuzzy hat and a bull club, uh, sweater. Was it Chris Jericho? It was not Chris Jericho. No. Are uh, you sure? So, <laughs> Um, was he drinking Grey Goose? If he was drinking Grey Goose at the airport, like like waiting yes. for the car, like the bus. Yes. I don't yes. know about that. Um, <laughs> Tina Singh, I've read his books. With Twitch, you can tip and uh, and uh, do subscriptions too. Yeah, and we're and we're working on uh, uh, with indie wrestling, uh, building up our Twitch following too. So if you're not watching indie wrestling on Twitch, please go follow us and like us and watch that and chat and everything over there. Uh, there's a lot of great wrestling happening on the indiewrestling.us Twitch stream. Uh, Twitch, you can use your Amazon Prime towards one free subscription, like I use mine towards three to one battle. Oh, there's that too. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, a lot of good stuff there. So, what's it? Oh, hey, hey, what did you learn in wrestling this week? Chat room, people with us on the line, <laughs> anybody, anywhere <laughs> across the country, just using my words. <laughs> I learned. Jeez, where do I start? Um, I because I did see two wrestling shows. Like I said, I saw the World of Wrestling uh, tapings, and I did get to attend the Rise with an Eye Luminous Eye Pay Per View uh, over there uh, Thursday and Friday. And then I just like didn't have energy to drive anywhere for more wrestling. To be honest, after work. But anyways, uh, I got those in. Um, I learned. Uh, I, I, I I learned I learned that every every wrestling show needs needs crowd fluffers. Uh, we, um, what we've talked about this with Ring of Honor, Mike. We t- attended Ring of Honor shows, and there's that one guy that's always starting the chance, right? Uh, for that's indep- not good. No, no, we do not need more of those assholes. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> They're the ones that are starting it and banging on the on the uh, on the. Uh, uh, you mean yeah, people paid by more. the promotion? They're no. the they're the people that that start the chance, get the get the energy up, you know. Especially no, we, when you're recording that. What do you mean you don't need that? No, they don't need that. They need reasons to chant, not just following some asshole. Um, we're talking about TV tapings here, Mike. Uh, and, Still and, though, what's that? Still though, uh, I, I I attended the the women of wrestling uh, uh, taping, and and they were like in full effect. And again, this is a very tight kind of uh, television taping situation, right? And okay, for like that. Okay, like but they, they Ring of Honor doesn't need them. No, 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 no. If you're at a Ring, Ring of Honor, Honor has taping? one. Okay, Ring of Honor has one. Okay, and that's fine. And he starts stuff and gets people going, and and that's okay. In independent wrestling, we have heel Bradley. Okay, I still, I still poise that independent prof- independent promotions should hire Bradley just to start chance, um, to get the crowd going, uh, some more than others. But anyways, um, you know, it, it was, it was they, they, they had the thunder sticks with the women of wrestling that they handed out to, and it was just a really cool thing. It was at this theater, uh, the Blasco in in uh, in uh, I think it was Southgate. In California, towards downtown there, and uh, it, it, I, I showed up late uh, because I was uh, on, you know, the reason I went to California uh, for work. I finished and drove down as soon as I could, 
And again, thanks, Raylan, for uh, hooking, me, hooking me up with a ticket for that. Um, but I uh, showed up like a little bit after 8 o'clock, still got about two hours of wrestling in. And I think they started at like maybe 6.30, right? And, uh, and, and, and it was just a really cool effect of that. They were, you know, pe- and again, television, there were like, you know, people running around and filling in seats as people would leave through the evening and everything. Uh, you might see me with a good times at wrestling ma'am show, uh, shirt on the entrance way, uh, towards the end of the season when they do their championship match. Uh, so, but I will not spoil that because I don't know. Well, you know, I, I, I don't know how, how heavy on spoilers they are for, Women of Wrestling versus Lucha Underground, it was Mike. Brand Stark the whole time. It was what? It was Brand Stark. Yeah, it was Brand Stark the whole time as the new uh, Women of Wrestling champion. Uh, anyways, uh, so but I think these are going to air starting in September, from what I understand. These, these tapings they did this last week. Um, so look out for that. But um, no, it was it was a lot of fun to see that. And 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 again, they would run and and you know, there's the. There's the the stands in the back and and they're trying to get it going. But you know, if you haven't watched women wrestling, it's got that glow feel to it. It's a tighter um, uh, studio ish feel to it uh, a, a bit too. But again, great wrestling. I learned that women wrestling has great wrestling, and it's not just the super cheese of the first uh, few episodes that I tried watching and, and didn't really get into it. But like, you have your Jessica Havoc, you got Jesse Bell Smothers, you got Raylan, you got uh, 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 of course Tessa Blanchard. I believe is their champion as of at the end of the season. Uh, going into what I saw uh, this week, uh, you had Holiday was there. Um, a lot of great women's wrestling uh, on there. It's not just kind of the super characters um, that's there, but um, uh, what's there? Hogan um, that that was in uh, uh, Impact Wrestling. What Kira? Oh, Kira Hogan. Kira Hogan. Thank you. You got me real confused for a second. I'm like, <laughs> Brooke Hogan is a part of this. No, no. Brooke Hogan. <laughs> It's worthwhile. It was an impact wrestling sword. It's worthwhile. It was a lot of fun. And it also interesting to go from that to a rise a pay-per-view the next night. That was a very different thing in like a foreign legion post on a pay-per-view with one camera and like not much production to speak of, but Gail Kim and Jimmy Jacobs from impact wrestling were there doing the production. So, you know, it was just like, like very separated things. Uh, it, it was very interesting to see that. Uh, 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 kind of dichotomy between two days of women's wrestling, really. So that's what I learned in general. A lot more I could probably talk about. I, I shared some pictures and images and thoughts over on the Wrestling Man Show Facebook group. And if you have any, if you want to have any comments or questions on that, please let me know. Dave Potter, what did you learn from wrestling this week? I learned, even though I initially disliked the twenty four seven title mm-hmm. and felt pity for Mick Foley. Mm-hmm. After seeing two, uh, well, let's say a full episode plus of our truth, <laughs> I want more. I want more. I want more truth, and I want more Drake Maverick. So <laughs> it's uh, if I can get more of those two, being a little, hopefully less constrained, then I'm happy with it. Looks like the cats are under. No I was going to say it looks like it's the cats are no under. They're fighting for the 24 mm-hmm. championship. That's right. The- That's right. Tell me, don't spoil who got it, but did our truth make it out of the night with the, with the belt? I believe he did. Well, when I last I checked on it, he did. This is a by the minute, like kind oh, of, yeah. Thing. yeah. Like, by where, the way, where am I going to get, where am I? I'm going to get a message for the WWE app somewhere that, um, that freaking, uh, 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 uh Razor from AOP just won the belt from, yeah. from, uh, uh, Justin Gabriel. Wait, <laughs> 
No, wow. he's not in there. Wow. That was a bad. No. Nope. You know what? Why not? Justin Gabriel in a, like a Wendy's in, in Tulsa. Uh, I I said this last night. I'll say it again. If we don't get a title change for that thing during Ride Along, what the fuck is the point of this title? <laughs> That's right. That's right. During Ride Hell, I want it during Table, table for Three. <laughs> I, well, I, I want that. That'd be great. Uh, well, actually, so, like, I, like the like you see the waiter come in, the faceless waiters, but it turns out it's actually Drake Maverick, and he smashes a glass in someone's face and pins them for the belt. And then they get back up, like, oh, that was unfortunate. So where were we? So about your career, <laughs> hey, can I get some more steak? <laughs> I'm just so good. Kevin Nash wasn't eating ravioli on his. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, all right, uh, so yeah. I I learned this week oh boy i i learned that alex cars ruined a good thing oh no mm-hmm. what was i had a match lined up for mayhem mania uh-huh <laughs> it was it was the match i had initially wrote down back in october and we finally got it last night on raw and everyone's like oh this was so great on raw I'm like guess what we could have had months earlier on Mayhem Mania with Ricochet versus Cesaro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Alex Cars, I'm still coming after you next year for Mayhem Mania. Tough for you you will not get. You will not get a single match graduated. Oh no! Oh no! Yep, it's the revenge play. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh yeah, I, I'm a spiteful bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Missy, what'd you learn? You were out wrestling this weekend up in Erie. Oh, I had so much and fun you, wrestling. You in were Erie. drinking with wrestlers with Dutters. That's I'm what sure I was, you, you learned a lot oh of stuff. Boy. Probably that's what oh I was going to say. Is I learned so much stuff with Dutters this weekend that's a at a wrestling podcast. show, and we had to sign a freaking NDA. Wait, what? Or not? Uh, yeah, we, we had to sign NDAs. Wow! All, all I can say is Jackson Argos is doing some freaking amazing stuff, and then he told us that we weren't allowed to tell anybody. What the hell? You didn't even tell me because I wasn't allowed. What the hell? Hold no, I'm on, just, hold on, I'm totally, hold on. We totally can riddle kidding. this out. We can riddle this out. I'm totally kidding. What? What is famous <laughs> in Canada? <laughs> bacon. Canada, but no. Canadian bacon. <laughs> no, I, I, hold on. I think I got it. Jackson Argos is franchising Tim Hortons. Oh my god, that would be ridiculous. I was going to say Jackson Argos is in the gritty remake of Strange Brew. No, actually actually we we got a bunch of like behind the scenes, like behind the scenes behind the scenes stories that I just cannot repeat for specific reasons. But uh no, it was it was really great. Um I learned that Dutters I learned that the next time we're in Erie for Revenge Pro, if you go to Erie first off Go to Erie for a Revenge Pro show. They were amazing. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Secondly, make sure that you go to the after party. But when you go to the after party, make sure that you go to the after after party. Also, also, if you're... <laughs> the, the after, wait, wait. The after after party? Ooh. Yeah. After the show is the after party, then after the party is... No, like, I wasn't oh, invited to the after after party. Yes, you, yes, we were. I was exhausted. Or I was already I drunk at that, that show. Oh, wait. Is that, is, that what the, <laughs> is that the part where everybody gets on the bus? Yes. Did you guys get on the bus? We did not get on the bus, but the bus started a block away, so we went to that bar, and it was amazing. Oh, jeez. 
Oh and I need I, there are stories that I need to tell you from this after we get off air. Oh boy, here we go. Oh, um, I yeah. Uh, by the way, if if you guys are Mayhemers out there, I know you guys are all over the place, and we we talk about a lot of stuff, and you, maybe you've seen some clips. If you want to see Revenge Pro on iPay-per-view, let us know because we're poking at stuff. Um, and they do a lot of great hey, stuff up there in here. As long as you don't charge forty nine ninety five, we're probably not. We no, we're probably not charged forty nine. We're charging forty four ninety nine. Yes, hey, that's much. Ooh. That's a much better price point. You're already beating AEW. But you can check out the Angel Gate show this weekend for nine ninety nine on iPay per view over information on wrestling us. Just gonna slide those in wherever I can. Uh there was in the chat. I'm in the wrong. Somehow I opened the stream for the indie indywrestling.us and now i'm in chats there was one i think brandon was talking about how uh he had actually uh designed a logo for another pod wrestling podcast that you to. cheating fan. no 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 kidding we I'm encourage kidding. all creative we are not confrontational with other wrestling podcasts I, I Every, there's different there's different flavors of ice cream man we have ice cream? No, we don't have ice cream. It's a it's a figure. Are we of sponsored speech. by ice cream sword? No, we're not sponsored by ice cream. I want ice cream. If wrestling mayhem ice show, cream, you scream, we all scream ice if cream. If wrestling mayhem show had a Ben and Jerry's flavor, what would it be? Oh my god. That's no 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 no. Hold that nugget. That's going to be the big question next week. That's be, yep. Hey, email us. Um oh from the chat. Oh man, we lit up oh, the chat room so with that stuff. I, Oh, so All right, from the chat room, from the chat room, uh, Kyle says, Drake Maverick versus Sid Scala for the uh, 24-7 title. I don't know that that reference. Uh, I, I, um, no. Jackson Argos is going to create the Tim Hortons championship. Yep. Uh, let's see. Uh, our friend uh, Alex. And only defend it against a dozen people at a time. Our uh, Occupy Pro Wrestling, Alex Carr says, we're gonna, Mike Quackenbush is doing 25 matches for his 25 wrestleversary. Oh, really? Jeez. Whoa! Also, learn that not every wrestling event can have a happy ending. See Money in the Bank. Um, also, I think it's legal in this country. Uh, but uh, let's see. Kyle yeah. learned that Game of Thrones and Money in the Bank were both ended with a useless bastard winning. <laughs> um, last um, but at least. Hey, hey! To be fair, to be fair, John didn't win, and he's the bastard. Mm. Um, Occupy also says last but not least I learned that if you peek in on a live video as a Facebook page after being tagged in a comment you will comment as the live video as the Facebook page yes uh, I scream on Broadway um, let's see other people watching with you no, no, that's, a, that's a different comment Kyle says I got the I got a winner for this one Smorgatron Smorgatron oh Smorgatron yeah for, for the ice cream wow Guys, that's, thank well, that's, you. That's that's pretty good. Wrestling Mayhem Show, a lot of stuff going on, of course. And uh also I am looking for recommendations. I will be in Michigan uh the first week of Ju- weekend of June, and I will be in Rochester, New York, uh Ann Arbor, Michigan, uh to clarify, and I'll be on Rochester, New York the second weekend of June. I'm looking for wrestling because I want to have a complete mayhem across america and also if anybody can let me know if indie wrestling exists in nebraska period <laughs> i think that's going to be the showstopper for me uh this season uh good news i'm going to california for that next year instead of 
Nebraska. So last run out there. Uh, anyways, if there's anything pro wrestling in Nebraska, I don't care if like if there's a pro wrestler in Nebraska that I can meet, I, I, I'm happy with that. I'll, I'll buy him a hamburger at Lincoln's. I don't care. <laughs> anyways. Um, PWP. PWP, you found one? Omaha's Pro Wrestling, oh, PWP. That's like, that's like, I don't know if it still exists. <laughs> yeah, that's that's another problem I'm finding when I, I when found on Facebook. Oh, they they have a show. They had a show Wednesday, May twenty second. Oh, well, let's see if they're swinging down to Lincoln, Nebraska. Yeah, they yeah. They, ha- they have a show tomorrow night. There you go. Tomorrow, tomorrow night. night. Yeah, tomorrow night, May twenty second. Um, I recognize none of these people. No, nope. I don't think it, a lot of people are going to travel out there. Um, th- they have what's called a Rising Phoenix Championship. Wait a minute. Yep. Mm-hmm. A Rising Phoenix Championship, think... and the current champion is someone named Moonshine Russell. <laughs> Sounds like Nebraska wrestling to me. Mad Mike, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me, Sork. Dave Bonner of the Tiny Shutter Podcast for all your iPhone camera needs. Thanks so much for having me, Sork. Thank you for coming on. And, of course, thank you, producer Missy, the award-winning producer Missy. We keep saying that. She has one, but I want her to uh, thank you everybody in the chat room for joining us. We'll see you next time. Mayhem out. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.